Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this episode of Southern Onion Podcast. We are so happy you are here with us. This is a reminder to please keep your feet and arms inside at all times while you're on this ride with us. I'm Erica. And I'm Erin. And that's it? I know. That's it. It's just Erin. Just Erin today. Boo. (laughs) Sorry. No, that's okay. We'll let it 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 slide. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been thunderstorms or a thousand yes. degrees heat all week, so. Yeah, it's been we'll, pretty bad. So. We'll let it go. All right, fine. But next week. There. Yeah, next I week, baby. Yeah, okay. something epic, right? I'll try my best. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, you're fine. Well, thank you all so much for joining us again. Erin, we have over 800 downloads. Can wow. you believe this? Thank you, That's everybody. Amazing so so much we never thought we thought we just we didn't think this would happen so thank you all so much we've got new listeners we um i think it's like 17 countries now and just thank you all so much really from the bottom of our hearts we're having a blast doing this and we hope you all are enjoying it as well um so a little bit i'll just go ahead and say it and then i've got questions for you aaron but um, okay. again we are finishing up the documentary on dr death the undoctored yes. story on the peacock network this is a content warning for anybody who's like me and suffers from uh, anxiety through medical issues so it's a bit heavy so just kind of know that's what we're talking about again uh, today on this episode, so just kind of listener discretion advised. So there we go. So if mm-hmm. you have not already, please feel free to give us a follow on Instagram. We are at Southern Onion Podcast. If you would like to say hi, comment, whatever, our DMs are open on there. Or if you uh, want to, we have an email address. You're more than welcome to contact us at Southern Onion, the number two, at gmail.com. Thank you for everybody who has left a review, who has rated us. We really appreciate it. The more you do that, you know, people might be able to find us uh, as well that want to listen to a true crime podcast by Fraternal Twins. What's better than that? I don't know. Uh, There is nothing better than that, right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right, Erin, how's your week been? It's been good. We had storms here, which knocked out the power. For about three hours, and that's when I realized we really do rely on electricity a lot. Mm, yes, we do. It, it was, I like sat on my front porch and just played with my flashlight. <laughs> what, were you practicing Morse code with the flashlight? Yeah, well, I was I mean, doing puppet shadows. Where you all? Yeah, so yeah, I'm that sure, was what I did. I'm sure Maggie enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it took about three and a half hours before we finally got power. So. Oh, gosh. Yeah. But that's okay. I know. I'm one of those people, like, I try not to let my phone get down to, like, even 75% battery life because what if what if the power goes out and I can't, you know, play on my phone? Oh, my gosh, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The so. horror. <laughs> That's all right. So, yeah. And it was yeah. pitch dark, so you couldn't do anything. So. Right. Yeah. Couldn't read a book. Couldn't read a magazine. So, you just had to sit. Yeah. Well, and listen, and listen to the nature sounds, and that can be relaxing. Yeah. And then when the lights came back on, all mm-hmm. the neighbors cheered. So. Oh yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, yeah. they were tired of me playing with the flashlight on the front porch. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's Aaron, what it was. Stop. So. Yeah. So. Aww. 
I know. Well, so how's your week been? Uh, week has been good. I traveled a whole lot. Got one more week of that coming up. Um, I was in Kingsport, Tennessee, um, very close to Virginia. And what a unique town that is. It's very, very busy. Um, I had not been back to Kingsport since insurance days uh, with John Deere Health. And and it's just interesting how much it's grown up. But um, for those who do not know, in Kingsport, uh, one of their big companies, big plants is Eastman. Uh, it's a chemical company. So, um, but I've where I worked at, where my office was, it was near a McAllister. So I took myself Ooh. out for lunch on Friday and it was delicious. So oh, good. Yeah. McAllister's looking for a sponsor. Your famous sweet tea. Just saying. Yeah. I like McAllister's. I had it yesterday. Mm -hmm. so there yeah. You go. Oh, well, it's a twin thing. Yeah. And if you haven't tried McAllister's and you got one around, really give good. them a go. It's really good. Yep. Sweet tea's great too. But don't drink it too late in the evening or you will not go to bed till like 2 in the morning. So, fair warning. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, we hope everybody else has had a great week. Um, this uh, episode, I'm going to be honest, I did not watch episode 4 because after I watched episode 3, I was like, I can't, I cannot watch another. It, the anxiety it invoked in me was ridiculous. <laughs> yep, so, Erin is the stronger twin in this regard. She yeah. was able to watch all of it because she's awesome. Because um, I was void of emotion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that, yeah. That's really what it was. I'm yeah, more empathetic. Erin is, no, yeah, she that's has it. no yeah. emotion. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she displays some of the uh, tendencies. What What's the word? The, yeah. the cryo, oh, what was the word? Where it's like you're devoid of all emotion toward other people. Oh, I can't. I have no idea. I can't remember. Oh, I'm sorry. But yeah. But anyway, yeah. it's mentioned in the documentary. Yeah. There but, you go. Yeah. So, way to go, Aaron. So proud yep. of you. Okay. Yeah, I powered there. So, question for you. Get to know the twins. What is your favorite season? And during that season, what is your favorite thing to do? What's your favorite I love, activity? I love fall. Mm-hmm. Okay. So coming up, fall is my favorite thing. Yep. And I don't, I like to decorate. See, I decorate for Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Mm -hmm. You are a decorator, my, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I get out there and decorate the front yard and inside, and yeah. So that's mm -hmm. what I do yeah. during the fall. Get ready for the holidays, the trifecta, you know. Oh, yeah. Halloween, that's coming Thanksgiving, up. Christmas. Yep. Boom, it's boom, boom. Yeah. I'm excited. So. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. Come on, candy corn. Yeah. Right. Come on, candy corn. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> well, I'm a fall girl myself, too. I love it. I love to watch the colors change on the leaves. I don't know. It just feels like, phew, we're not going to burn to death um, from right, the heat yeah. and the humidity. Um, but also because bum, 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 football is back, and I am so excited. Wow. I've been watching preseason football, and my little heart's happy. There so. You go. Good luck to all the athletes out there, college and professional. I'll be watching. I mean, really, it's it's sad, actually. But that's okay. I love it. So, we want to hear from you. What's your favorite holiday? Well, favorite holiday. What's your favorite season? Right. <laughs> and what do you Football like is a holiday for me. Uh, right, right. What's your yeah. favorite season? What do you like to do during that season? Let us know. We'll put a thing yeah. up on Instagram. We want to hear from you um, what you like. And, if you, and again, if you got suggestions on a case... 
let us know. We'll let you know at the end of this episode what we're going to be covering next week. It is a rather big case. We are going to get back to your quote-unquote regular serial killers. Right. Which I'm... <laughs> I need a rest, so I'm good. <laughs> which Erica will be void of emotion then. Yeah, no, which you're then, I, yeah then I'll be the one right. void of emotions. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, we so. are very nice and caring people, I promise. Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's get back to... Peeling back the layers on this onion, um, Christopher Dunch, a.k.a. Dr. Death. So, in kind of just a quick recap, in the first two episodes, we're like, oh my gosh, how is he still operating? He's now, he went to one hospital, got moved to, what, Dallas General? Correct, yes. And was there for one week. Mm -hmm. But not before he killed one patient and maimed two others. Right, yeah. In one week. Yeah. And then and then here we go again. They're just like, hey, get out of our hospital. We'll write you a glowing recommendation. Right, because they didn't want to get sued. Right. And then, because by law, they don't have to turn him into the medical, to the Texas Medical Board, he still is going around operating and getting hired by other hospitals because he's narcissistic. He talks himself up a lot. And um, as a neurosurgeon, which is a field that... It's highly specialized, so you don't have a lot of people in that field. And he's coming in like, hey, I'm going to fix everybody and everything. And these hospitals want him. Right. Because there's no marks against him. Yeah. Yeah. So we find, so they introduce us to some more, unfortunately, some more victims. Um, Mm -hmm. One of those that stood out to me was Tex. Now, I know he's not the first one in that in the group there was one and i keep getting his name was it jeff was the first one that we meet yes and jeff was on a motorcycle and he got thrown off the motorcycle i don't he didn't say too much like how what happened for him to to get thrown off his motorcycle but he broke his back and he goes to dr dunch and he's like hey I can fix you, as he has told everybody. I can fix you. I can take this pain away. When you wake up, you'll have no pain. And Jeff even said when he was leaving for the hospital that morning, a black cat ran in front of his car. And he was like, you know, I should have taken that as a sign and turned around. And I wish I had. I don't know. What do you think, Erin, if you saw that? <laughs> I mean, well, I have that, a black cat, so I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'm not that superstitious. I mean, I still would have been like, look, I'm in pain. I'm getting this done. Right. What would have been the red flags for me would have been like, you know, going to a, a really rundown hospital. Yes. Uh, oh, that yes. would have been the red flag right. for me personally because I'd have been like, okay, uh, this looks something straight out of a horror movie. Right. Um, you know, I'd like to go to this place, but... Well, right, I guess when you're in pain, you're going to do it, uh, you know. Well, and that's the thing, and I, sh- and I should have prefaced that. So, Dr. Dunch started out at, like, a Tier 1 trauma hospital in Dallas that has yeah. state-of-the-art equipment, um, you know, just everything new. This is right. where you want to go for your specialized care. Yeah, then, for ba- at Baylor, yeah. At Baylor, sorry. Then he goes to Dallas General, 
which is like a level two, which is still a very nice hospital. There's nothing, but it just isn't the, like sure. a spine surgery center, but it's still a very nice hospital. Mm-hmm. Well, now because he only lasted there a week, now we're going down to like a level yep. three, like a non, Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say country hospital because they're in Dallas. It's not the country, but you know, this is a hospital that's just kind of your run-of-the-mill orthopedic things like knee surgery, shoulder mm. surgeries, which are still big deals, yes, but this is not spine surgery center. Right, yeah. They just don't have the equipment for it. That's where he's at now is a community hospital. Yes, it's called Southampton Community Hospital. Yeah. So, so yeah, if I saw that hospital and I'm like, I'm getting my surgery done here. Really? Mm-hmm. I would be I would be hesitant, of course, because I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, no. No thank you. So Right. So the black cat runs in front of him. He still goes, has his surgery, and guess what? He wakes up and he is still in pain. He's in more pain. And also with him, his right right side was paralyzed. Am I getting him confused again? Because that's what I'm doing this for. <laughs> I know. You're looking at me You're and I'm like, like mm, Well, he was I? paralyzed on his left side. On his left side. Right. And he couldn't talk. Right. I could, uh-uh. No. I could not, uh-uh. I can't. I could not imagine waking up from what and um, what should be, I mean, it's not a common surgery, obviously, to people, but what should be a pretty routine surgery to repair a disc and you're waking up and can't talk i mean right oh my yeah. gosh no that's Mm-mm. scary yeah it's very scary i mean and then but then dunch is like huh well, i don't know that's weird and then just walks off yeah i mean i couldn't imagine if my doctor you know i'm like hey i'm experiencing something i don't think's normal what do you think and he's mm-hmm. like, hmm, I don't know. Oh, well. And out the door he goes, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so here again, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I've been doing my core exercises to strengthen up my, my, you know, my core, my lumbar region. I've been making sure to stretch, not do anything because it's going to be a while before I don't, I hope I don't hurt my neck or back in well, any near yeah. future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> happens, though, you know. It it does happen. And so, but now, Jeff, he goes, this is where we meet Dr. Henderson. Correct, Darren? Well, we've seen Dr. Henderson before. We right. met him when he worked on Mary um, Eford. Eford, that's right. Um, and when he did the revision surgery over at Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so now we are... Um, I believe we're actually meeting Dr. Kirby again, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Kirby is the one that kind of came in and transferred him to a top tier hospital. Yes. And that's where he spent having surgery back and forth for two weeks. Oh, yeah. Because, come to find yeah. out. Oh, this was ridiculous. So, Dr. Dunch, mm-hmm. when he mm-hmm. went in to do Jeff's surgery, he mm-hmm. felt that he saw a tumor mm-hmm. in his neck and and as would protocol be you remove that tumor and you wait and see what it is before you complete surgeries well it was not a tumor 
it was actually part of his esophagus that he removed from right. Jeff. So that's why when he woke up, he could not talk because he had a hole in his esophagus. Um, and then, in, and so what Dr. Dunch did to get the bleeding to stop is he put a sponge in there and he left the sponge in there and mm-hmm. sewed and, you know, and closed it back up. Well, okay, fine. But you've got to remove that sponge because what happened to poor Jeff, he got sepsis. He got a bacterial infection that went into his blood because of that sponge being left in his body. I right. mean, he, whew, he, had, yeah. he had quite the ordeal. And I mean, he had a very, very long road to recovery. And it was all because Dunch presented himself as, oh, yeah, I can do this. It's no problem. No problem whatsoever. And, you know, now he, he you know, Jeff's laying in a hospital bed and can't talk. And yeah. he can't move his left side. And yeah. it is extremely Ooh. painful. It was really sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just like, uh-uh. Yep. No, no, no. Yep. And, you know, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, you know, this looked like attempted murder. Yes. Uh, it really, really did. Mm-hmm. And the hospital, you know, I feel sorry for patients because you go in and you think everything's okay. And then you come out and it's like, what have I done? You feel like you made a bad decision, but you trusted your doctor. Right. Um, but this was attempted. I mean, just plain and simple. It, you know, they were saying this is attempted murder. Yeah. And even Kirby said, this This looks like attempted murder. Yeah, because he, he knew he left it in there and did not mm-hmm. want to remove it. Or or had not made plans on removing the sponge. Right. Right. Because yeah. that's what, well, but they, they also made Jeff a no contact mm-hmm. patient because they did not know, like Dr. Kirby said, they didn't know what was going on with Dr. Dunch and what his intention would be had he known what the status of Jeff was. So they would not give him any information on him um, because it seemed like attempted murder. So would he try to go back and finish the job? Yep, never. Yeah. Because we've got to remember, he sent those emails saying, you know, I think I could just be a cold-blooded killer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what happened? Why would he do that? Well, and two, Jeff, when he was looking for a doctor, he watched the infomercial. Mm-hmm. And the infomercial where the lady is on there saying, Dr. Junch is an amazing man. He really helped me. Yeah. Well, she still was in pain, but she still did the video. Right. And to her, she said, I was just a country girl. And I thought, oh, this is really cool that they're asking me to do this video. Right. And so she said that she carries that guilt with her because Jeff watched that video and that kind of persuaded him a little bit to go with Dr. Dunch. Right. But she should not blame herself. No. Mm -mm. Because Dunch was a wonderful salesman. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, the infomercial that he made, because he said he was getting an award, but the reality was there was no award. Mm -mm. This was just Dunch promoting himself by using these this infomercial video right. so she was duped she wasn't told the truth either right yeah she was and they also gave her a script of what to yes. say and oh, yeah because her daughter was sitting with her and mm-hmm. she, you know oh he's such a great man and they told her to say that so yeah. here here she's thinking oh wow 
he's gotten this award and yeah, I'm in some pain, but how amazing. And it was because he paid for that. He paid because yeah. it was like, well, like you said, it's an infomercial. So that's why people do not believe infomercials. They are paid to make right. the person or product to look in the best light as possible. Right. Whether it be bedding or whether it be collagen related, whatever they, mm -hmm. it's, it's presented, you know, they're not going to say, Hey, here's my product. Good luck. You know? Right. Well, and Dunch was able to erase all the bad reviews that were online. And that, yes. Yeah. And that's why yeah. you've got to take Google reviews and other things like that with a grain of salt, both ways, good and bad. Don't, yeah. if somebody gets a glowing review, well, that's great, but mm. who did it? Is it somebody who made up a fake account and left a great, they're doing it themselves? And also right. bad reviews. Yeah. Or is that just an ex who's angry or, you know, whatever, you know, you can't. Well, and even before Jeff has his surgery, he asked Dr. Dunch if he'd ever lost a patient during surgery. And he laughed mm -hmm. and told him no. Right. And he had already killed two. We had already lost or, two patients. Yeah. Well, because to him, that was anesthesia problem. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So, I oh, mean, it's yeah. things like there's a lot of, you know. Mm -hmm. red flags but yeah and then Huge. we meet another patient his name is tex yes old tex and he had degenerative disc disease from running so he's an athlete he runs takes care of himself mm -hmm. and so of course he thinks hey i'm gonna fix my back but he doesn't end up going to southampton he goes to legacy surgery center yes. because that is like an outpatient facility that you can go to Right. And outpatient facilities mm -hmm. are surgeries that have been deemed a very low risk surgery, meaning right. no complications. Right. So Tex does ask Dr. Dunch about Kelly Martin because mm -hmm. Kelly Martin is one of the patients that had died and he had heard about her. He and Dunch her. starts right. Yeah. And Dunch starts yelling at him and says, look, she died of an allergy. That was not my fault. Mm hmm. So Tex kind of goes, okay, all right, you know, mm -hmm. and goes with it. So the day mm -hmm. of surgery, Tex is on the table, yep, and he's with the anesthesiologist, and he starts throwing up as soon as from they the anesthesia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, that's mm -hmm. when I pretty much lost it. I was yeah. like, nope. Mm -mm, nope. So Dunch <laughs> says, put him all the way under. Just go ahead and knock him completely out. And that's when Tex thought, I'm going to die. This is the moment that I'm going to die. Yeah, yeah. I can, I mean, first of all, if you ask a doctor and you have every right to advocate for yourself and ask any questions that you need to of a doctor, period, whether they're a surgeon or not, you have that right. But for Dunch to come back on text and curse him and say, what do you know about it, da-da-da, right there, I'd have been like, look, if you're going to curse a patient, you're not professional enough for me. Bye. Right. I mean, granted, yeah. I know surgeons, not all of them, and doctors, medical field, they don't all have the best bedside manner, but you should never, a, a professional should never curse a patient ever. Right. If they yeah. do, they're not worth it. If they yeah. can't respect you on the most common level, forget mm -hmm. it. But yeah, right. I, and I felt so bad for Tex because, so Tex goes under, right? He wakes up, guess what? He's in more pain and Dunch prescribes him Percocet, but not just... Right, was it Percocet? Yeah. Mm. Um, to be taken, but two pills every two hours. 
So he's taking like 24 a day. And mm. I mean, that's, that's a controlled substance. And yep. when he goes to get his prescription refilled, cause he's still in pain and we'll get to as to why he's still in pain. But the pharmacy said, I'm not, I'm not feeling this because he's going to kill you. With I couldn't imagine going to a pharmacy to get my prescription refilled and a pharmacist say no because it will kill you. Wow. Yeah. And and then Tex talked about, because of course he's taking this medication like that, so now he's addicted to the medication and, you know, he, he goes through a divorce because mm. of it. Yeah. All because he went to Dr. Dunch. Yep. You know. And it's like, oh my gosh, so, and it showed a picture of his back after surgery. It did not look good. But come to find out, and correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron, because it's possible, <laughs> but Dunch didn't even work on his back. Yeah, he didn't even get to his spine. Yeah. He never touched his spine. <laughs> and it was, that's where your dis de degeneration is, is in your spine, and Dunch never even right. went there. Yep. Yep. And his hardware is floating around in his muscle. Yeah. Again, again, he's put hardware and muscle. This is the second time. And that's muscle and bone feel totally different. Yes. I mean, and if you don't know, if you aren't sure yourself, here's a way to check it. If you make a fist, you can feel your knuckles. That's bone. If you flex your bicep, that's muscle. You can feel a definite difference in both of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dutch could not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah. I, it's just the level yeah. of, and again, here we yeah. go. He's still, he's still doing surgeries. Well, but people are in the background calling. Kirby's calling. Henderson's calling the state mm -hmm. medical board. Mm -hmm. And Henderson is smart enough that he records his conversation with mm -hmm. the Texas medical board investigator, Marie Lopez. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he yeah. kind of gives it to her. He's like, you know, you guys are doing a horrible job investigating this guy. He has done all these horrible things. And mm -hmm. she's kind of saying, well, we have a lot of information. We have to go through it. You know, just kind of stonewalling him mm -hmm. a little bit there. Yeah. And so, I mean, and Henderson is sitting there thinking, you know, what's wrong with Dunch? Is he got a tumor? Mm -hmm. Is he got a chemical issue? Has no. he just flipped? I mean, how could a doctor be this way? Yeah. But yes. people are calling. Kirby's calling. Henderson calling. Patients mm -hmm. are writing letters and calling. The Texas Medical Board is just not doing anything. It doesn't look like they're doing anything. Right. And and you know, I'll I'll give her I'll give Marie this one one point where she said, "Well, we don't want to comment on a possible investigation in case it turns out to be false." Okay, right. fine. I get sure. that. But this is a doctor calling saying, look, this is what's going on. So I think you could at least say, we have an open case. I can't comment on it. To at least know that it's being reviewed. Yeah. But then right. he makes another good point, And he goes, she never asked for my name, my phone yeah. number, my email, my address, nothing. No. It was just no. like, oh, okay, well, thanks for calling. Bye. Yeah. So yeah. were they even really... Right. You know, reviewing it and that, and again, yeah. this is a board that is supposed to protect patients mm -hmm. from doctors like him. And it's kind of like either they're overwhelmed or don't care. 
Right. I can't decide which one because they're hearing right. from everybody but hospitals right now. Right. And nothing's being done. He, he's got privileges now at two places after he's already killed patients and maimed others. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> yeah. So, and then we meet Philip. I, I thought Philip and his wife were absolutely adorable. They're precious. Relationship yes. goals, marriage right. goals, whatever you call it. Uh, oh, yeah. they were adorable. He had a herniated disc in his neck, and mm-hmm. so he wanted to have surgery. Yep. And he noticed that um, Dunch had five-star reviews on the internet, which we just covered that. Right. Yep. Um, and so he went in there, and he asked Dunch a lot of questions, put him under the light. You know, yeah. it was just mm-hmm. like, I'm going to ask all these questions. And he felt confident having surgery with him. So what was supposed to be a 45-minute surgery turned into six to eight hours. Mm -hmm. He wakes up from surgery. He can't feel anything from, like, the chest down. And he has a nerve injury. And he said that his pain is so bad that he passes out. Mm -hmm. And that they, him and his wife, like, will call the ambulance to come get him they know him by name they know the address they know the situation by heart because they have had to call so many times yeah yeah that's pitiful yeah you think dunch cared no no well i mean could you imagine having so much pain that your body passes out yeah that your body says hey we need a reset boom yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. he uses he uses a walker he 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 uses a walker um but his wife was like, I love him and I'll take care of him no matter what. And it, they were just super sweet. So if mm-hmm. you watch this, you'll be like, oh, my gosh. I know. Because they, they just met melt in your college heart. and oh, they yeah. just knew they were the ones for each other. And oh, yeah. what was it, two or three months he asked her to yeah. marry him? And they he said, I knew she was the one. Yeah. yeah. 20 something years. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Three kids, three boys. Yeah. I yeah. mean, just they like. The sweetest couple. The sweetest couple. And so. Dunch. Damn Dunch. Yeah. So. Southampton Community Hospital, they changed their name because they get bought. Yes. By an anesthesiologist. Yes. Okay. And I cannot say his last name, and I'm not going to try because it's just going to be really bad. I can't either. So, so no, just good. go with us knowing. Yeah. Okay. So it changes to University General, but it's not associated with any universities. Okay. Correct. Yes. So they send out invites to welcome their new neurosurgeon. And Dr. Kirby who I adore, yes. gets an invite to this dinner. And he's like, okay, this is great. Right. And guess who is the minimal, minimally invasive spine surgeon that they've hired? Bum, bum, Dr. Bum. Dunch. Dr. Yeah. Dunch. It's like, are you serious? So Kirby knows the owner, the anesthesiologist. Yes. Calls him up and says, listen to me. Mm-hmm. This guy is is no good you guys need to get rid of him you need to fire him whatever and he said well we can't do that we're gonna have to wait until he does something wrong before we do something why would a doctor not take another doctor's information Mm -hmm. and be like okay i trust you if you're telling me he's gonna hurt somebody and here's how you know why would you not take that as truth and cover your cover your behind and be like you know what? Thank I know Dunch. We signed this contract. Whatever, sue me. I don't care. Right. I don't want to be associated with you after hearing about your cases. Right. Well, and Jeff's case is the one that I that sent that will in motion of them getting rid of him. Yeah. 
because then they actually had like this is attempted murder you know because he mistaked his esophagus for a tumor and Kirby had to get him moved I mean it was a whole thing so that's what started the ball rolling for university to be like okay he needs to go you and and the doctor the anesthesiologist did call Kirby and say well you were right (laughs) I know but after you were right after Jeff went through all that that's yeah. what that's what gets me, but and like they said mm-hmm. time and time again, these hospitals chose money over patients. Yep, every time, and it's sickening because mm-hmm. why your job is to make sure you are protecting everybody at, to the best of your capabilities, and they right. I do not believe they were because these hospitals looked the other way, even being told beforehand, look. This isn't good. He's going to hurt somebody. And they still go, well, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see that for ourselves. Mm-mm. Right. No. Yeah. So Kirby does call the state medical board and talks to our girl, Maria Lopez. Oh, yeah. Who mm. basically tells him, you need to write a letter. <laughs> so Kirby does write a letter, <sighs> a yes, strongly worded letter. Yep. To say, look, he does not need to be, his license needs to be revoked. He doesn't need to be doing operations. Immediately. Yep. And they've been working on this for over a year now to Mm -hmm. get him stopped. Yeah. Yeah. To get him. It's taken this long. Mm -hmm. Unacceptable. Mm -mm. Right. Yep. So that's kind of where episode three leaves off. Yes. And we do learn also in episode three, I do want to mention this, that Mm -hmm. in the state of Texas... There is a medical cap to where if a patient is hurt, malpractice, anything like that, that they have a limit as to how much that the doctor or hospitals have to pay for those mistakes. And it's only $250,000. That's it. That's the top. You will get no more than that. So a neurosurgeon can bring in up to three million dollars one neurosurgeon can bring in up to three million dollars so why are they gonna fire or fire or move somebody off of the hospital because what's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars if you're bringing in three million i mean that's what's so atrocious and sickening but you see this in other fields um you know you know i'm a huge sports person and there are players athletes who say oh yeah i know that i'm gonna get fined you know two three four times during the season uh because i like to tackle a certain way or whatever so i just tell my agent or whoever manages their money that i'm gonna go ahead and um set, you know, $100,000 aside just for fines. You know, it's like the penalty is not big enough for them to care. And I thought that was the whole point. Penalties and uh, fees that you have to pay, it should be a reminder of, hey, don't do this. Don't hurt people. Don't let things happen like that. Because, you know, if you can afford what that penalty is and it's not going to damage your bottom line, then what do you care? Fine. Let a doctor go off and, and, you know, paralyze people, kill people, maim people. Because, hey, the only thing you're going to have to pay is 250000 out of $3 million. Big deal. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, 
Yeah, okay, it is. stepping off my soapbox. Yeah. That's okay. That's but, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, you, you, the medical yep. field has got to do better, period. Mm-hmm. You have got to do better. And then, you know, was it Dr. Henderson called where Dunch did a fellowship mm-hmm. with the University of Tennessee? Right. And, you know, he was like, talked to his... um Main doctor, I forgot what they're called. I'm thinking for me, right. clinical instructor, but that's not what they're called. But anyway. I think supervisor. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I the don't supervising know. doctor yeah. for him. And, yeah. uh, and he was like, hey, how many surgeries has Dunch done with you? Because he got glowing reviews from you saying, you know, there's zero problems. He's great. And they're like, eh, we had like 200 cases. And he goes, okay, well, how many of those actually required spine surgery? 20. Yeah. 20. Dunch had only performed 20 surgeries. And I don't even know that he performed them. He was just in on those surgeries. 20. And here he's doing surgery on his own. And Dr. Henderson was like, I think I had like 2,500 under my belt before I was let go on my own. I mean, this is how gross negligence it is. And I get it when I did clinicals. Now, granted, I'm in physical therapy. This is a little different. We're not, you know, operating on people. But I couldn't imagine my clinical instructor letting me take a patient and I hurt them because I can. And 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 I let a patient fall or hit hit their head, something. And that clinical instructor still go, oh, yeah, she's great. Yeah, there's nothing to worry about. You've got to do better medical field, period. Because, and no, and yeah, Dunch is, a, is an exception. I get that, but how many others pass through minimally that, thank gosh, have turned out okay or, you know, decided I'm not going to do any more surgery. I'll just stick to the, you know, the patient treating and the research side. But still, we've got to do better. This should never, ever, ever have happened in the 2010s, ever. Right. Okay, seriously, stepping off now. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm Calm down. <laughs> All right. So, so. So now we're going to go into um, episode four, and I know with episode four, we're kind of getting now into where Dunch is actually going to have to be brought to justice, because this is where the court dates get set, and he, you know, he's going to have to start saying why he did what he did, and, you know, be brought to the truth, right? Right. So, let's... Okay. So, as you know, they've been trying to contact the Texas Medical Board, and they're mm-hmm. not really getting anywhere. They're mm-hmm. getting frustrated. And so, a lady by the name of Kay Van Ray, and we saw a little bit of her throughout the episodes. She is an attorney that represents patients for, like, malpractice. Yes. Yeah. And so, and she had been helping some of Dunch's uh, patients, uh, well, victims. Yeah. Um to be able to get something. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she suggested to Henderson, hey, you know, I've got this investigative reporter friend and his name is Brett Shipp. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to reach out to him and let the public know that you don't need to be going to Dunge. Exactly. He's a danger to everybody. So Brett Shipp does this investigative report that gets put on television. And, I mean, this is when it really takes off. Good. And so, Dunch 
demonizes his accusers. He's like, oh, it wasn't me. I didn't do anything. Gets all over social media Mm -hmm. and starts saying awful, awful things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so after this report was made public, his license is suspended. Finally, it takes an investigative reporter. Wow. Right. Not doctors. But but here's what was kind of shocking for me Uh was that Dunch and his attorneys negotiated and they said, okay, if he gives up his medical license, will you guys stop investigating him? Why would you do that? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So if I give this up willingly, you guys will just stop investigating me. So... Wendy, his girlfriend, who she becomes concerned for her safety. I would, yeah, I could imagine. And they're living, her and Dunch are living in an apartment together at the time. Mm -hmm. And they have their little boy, Aiden. Mm -hmm. And so she said there was a guy that was in like a ski mask that was like watching her unload her child out of the car. She runs up to the door, up to the apartment, and gets Mm -hmm. in there really quick. And, you know, she called the police and was like, hey, somebody's out here. So she was really concerned for her safety once this came out in the public. Well, yeah, because, I mean, how -hmm. many people escaped Dunch for whatever reasons? Maybe their insurance denied that they couldn't get an you know, the, the, you know, the surgery. I mean. And people are filing, patients are filing reports. They are going. But the question is, is malpractice versus criminal act? Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what they're having to kind of figure out, which is this. Right. Mm -hmm. So in December 13, his license, Dunch's license is revoked. Yay. So finally, it is suspended, is not good enough. It's finally revoked. Right. In 2017. In 2013. 13, I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. eight years ago. Yeah. Just so, Dunch, Dunch hightails it out of Texas <laughs> and goes back to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Wendy says bye. Yay, Wendy. Good and job. Just, and she stays in Texas because she has family there. Right. Yeah. And so, she, she goes. Away. Yeah. So, she um, gets her own little place. Mm-hmm. So, she goes to Colorado to see Dunch and she gets pregnant. Mm. Again. Wendy. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Well, yeah. So, right. so yeah. It's, it We're happens. adults. It's okay. Yeah. Right. So, Dunch's behavior is spiraling. Uh, he gets arrested for a DUI. Yeah. Which, you know. Um, he also, when he goes to Texas, he breaks into Wendy's apartment. Oh, I mean... <laughs> And slaps her okay. and calls her horrible names, and she calls the police. Good for her. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, he also decided to go to Walmart mm-hmm. and stole a bunch of stuff like pants. See, right there. Okay. So here, because again, I've not watched this episode. Right. Is he trying to get an insanity defense, do you think? I don't know. Maybe. Like, I'm going to start acting irrational and just out of norm to make it seem like, oh, I wasn't okay. And, you know, and I meant to tell you guys, when she, when Wendy found him in the apartment, he Mm -hmm. was covered in blood and he had a knife in one hand and a gun in the other. Mm. And there was a ransom note written in blood about her and her kids. Uh, So she's uh. like, I'm out of here. But he follows her 
and he states mm-hmm. somebody broke in and hit me in the head and and she's just like no I wrote you know, a ransom note with just, my own blood okay right it's like Lord. no 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 so wendy is seeing this too that here is the man who is the father of her children mm-hmm. you know because she's still pregnant at the time with her second child right and he's like i said he's spiraling he got in trouble for hitting on a bank door Oh my gosh, that's like yeah. federal offense. Yeah. Oh my god, so he, gets, he gets taken in and evaluated for mental illness for that. Hmm. Uh, but they don't find anything for that, yeah. but not for breaking into Wendy's apartment and, and right. assaulting yeah. her. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. And of course, he gets arrested for shoplifting at Walmart <sighs> for a pair of pants and some other random things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Golly. But what so, pants were they? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, Dunch is spiraling. He's going down. Jeff, the one who had the sponge. Yes. Okay. He ends up getting in touch with Michelle Shugart. Okay. And she is playing a pivotal role in this because she works for the district attorney's office. Yes. And she is a hero in this story because she is the driving force to getting justice for the victims. Yes, she is. So she meets with Kirby Remember Kay Van Way, yep. Van Re- Way. She's the one that is representing some of the the victims. malpractice lawyer. Yes, yes, and then Henderson. Mm-hmm. So Jeff files assault charges against Dunch Good. because you know it was done is, intentionally. Yeah. Yes, yeah. right, right, yeah. So in July of 2015, all of the evidence that they have is presented to the grand jury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's an enough for an indictment. Thank goodness. Finally. Yep. So oh, they but, arrest oh. him. Yeah. They arrest him out in Dallas. Oh, hmm And they're getting him. Here are his charges. Five for aggravated assault and one for injury to an elderly person because hmm. Mel- Mary Eford yeah. was over the age, I believe, of what, 60? Yes. So therefore it would be an assault. It would be injury to an elderly person who is now in a wheelchair. Right. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So Richard Franklin gets the honor mm-hmm. of representing Dunch. Dunch has no money. He's bankrupt. He's indigent. He has nothing. Right. So he, Richard Franklin ends up having to defend Dunch on this. See, that's where I just wonder, like with people yeah. who, who are uh, court appointed, I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. power to yeah. you because I know you all, the people... Lawyers like that do not get to choose their cases they're no. given to them. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine if I'm a lawyer and I'm like, who am I representing? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, the trial didn't happen right away. Mm-hmm. It actually was a two-year delay. So, Dunch sits in prison for those two years. Well, and the world's a safer place yeah. for those two years. Yeah. Yeah. And he's calling family, which if you're in jail or in prison, they record your phone calls. Yes. And so... He is planning on trying to get his medical license back because he's thinking he's going to get out mm-hmm. and he's going to start practicing medicine again. He is so delusional. Like, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we all have run across those people who think so highly of themselves. I mean, whatever right. field, male, female, whatever, you know, there's just some people right. where it's like, what world do you live in? Because it's not here. Dunch is one of those people Yeah, where... I did nothing wrong. Anything bad that has happened is the fault of another, not me. I'm perfect. Worship me. 
And right. you're sitting in jail for two years and you really think you're going to get your license, medical license back. Yeah. Whatever. Well, <laughs> and it, and, you know, it, you know, they were saying that the, the weapon that he mm-hmm. used was a scalpel, but the question was, but a scalpel is used to help in surgery. And I understand that. But when a scalpel is used, it's supposed to be helping people, not maim people. Well, for someone who is grossly under-trained, right. it is a weapon. Right. If I were to use a scalpel on somebody, right. it is a weapon. Mm-hmm. I'm not trained to use that scalpel. Right. So, That's what's yeah. so sad. And and even though Dunch had gone to medical school and had a fellowship and had mm-hmm. a residency on these things, he still was not competent enough no. to use surgical instruments. And he was using them as an assault weapon. Yes. Yep. Because remember, Jeff filed for assault. Right. Yes. So, you know, so there's that, 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 you know, is it really a weapon or not? Mm -hmm. But that's where it goes back on on the employers, on the hospitals, check your references. Mm -hmm. Make sure you call and say, how many surgeries did he do solo? How many surgery, you know, how many hours were done in this? Don't go off of somebody saying, yeah, excellent, excellent, good, good. No, there's no problem. Right. Because, honestly, they probably didn't know what they were filling out. They don't read it. Right. Or they had made arrangements that yeah. if you go quietly, exactly. we will give you a letter. Yeah. And that is scary. Very. Very, very, very scary. So, Mary yeah. Eford's case, this is the case that goes up to trial. Right. Um, and the judge did say, yes, you can bring other victims of Dunches in to the courtroom. So mm-hmm. they bring in several individuals that have been victims of Dunches. And they are talking about how they noticed he seemed high. Mm-hmm. They also said that, you remember Kimberly Morgan? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, the PA. Oh, oh okay. Kimberly. <laughs> well, they said that Kim was like sitting there backing him up and saying, yeah, he's a great surgeon. So... You know, and we find how not credible she is. Yeah. Right. So, you know, people trusted that, you know, they trusted when the nurse is sitting there saying thumbs up, he's the best, you know? (sighs) So, um, yeah, the, some of victims, Jerry Summers, who was Dunch's friend is he, they, he gives a deposition and, you know, he basically was like, yeah, you know, he had no business doing surgery. And that, and and coming from somebody who went, who played football with him who you know moved to texas with him and everything i mean i can't imagine hearing that from somebody that i would have gone through all that with yeah you know yeah so they pulled out text messages that he had sent to kimberly morgan Mm -hmm. and to other people saying you know hey i'm one of a kind i'm a stone cold killer i am a god i'm an antichrist i'm all these things i mean and I, you know, I didn't go write all of them down, but right, I, they're yeah. just disturbing. Trust me, they're just very disturbing. Yeah. Um. So, he is found guilty in February 14th of 2017 of elder abuse. Right. That's the charge, and, yeah. Yes. And so, he does get life in prison. Yeah. But he is eligible for parole in 2046. Mm. And he will be in his 70s at that time. Really don't think he's going to get his medical license back. Probably not. <laughs> and if he does, do you really think anybody's going to go? Right. Ugh. Because this is everywhere. I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, they gave updates at the end of some of the patients, um, some of the victims. A lot of them are still going through. I think one guy has had 50 surgeries. Mm. Um, they're living in constant pain. Uh, you know, they're, it's just sad to read some of them. And, of course, we've lost two yeah. as well. Philip. And remember Philip and his wife, Angela, that we, they're yeah. just the sweetest couple. Yeah. Unfortunately, he passed away this year in February. Yep. And so did Jerry Summers. Yeah, Dunch's his best friend. friend. Yep. And from complications. Complications yeah. that they would have never had had Dunch not touched them. Yeah. And, you know, it's, and I thought going through this, watching all four episodes and in the end, this is what I thought. Mm-hmm. What Dunch did was horrible. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a terrible person. But he didn't do this alone. Right. By having hospitals, by having people cover him, it just let it go on and on and on and on. And if it wasn't for Kirby and Henderson Mm -hmm. and patients and all these people being so persistent and trying to get him his license revoked and, and bring up charges, he would still be practicing to this day. Exactly. And that's what's scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it all comes down to money. Yeah. I mean, this is what, this is what it comes down to is money and greed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if you, how can you not think that it is, you know? And, And like you said, you know, if you see something and it just doesn't seem right, do not take into account of, oh my gosh, I could lose my job. There's federal laws that protect you from retaliation, okay? You cannot lose your job because you said, hey, I think this person is not doing a good job or I think this is happening. This is malpractice. They don't know what they're doing. Whatever your situation is, say something. You can do it anonymously or you can go to your direct supervisor, whatever's best. Federal laws protect you. You cannot be retaliated against and lose your job for it. Okay, it might be uncomfortable, but you still are protected by law. Now, if you do get fired, guess what? You've got a lawsuit, but you've got you've got to say something. All those doctors, nurses, patients who had an inkling, um, support staff, everybody, you've got to got to say something because you cannot depend, especially on corporate, corporate hospitals, corporate whatever, that they're going to do the right thing. You just can't. Right. It's money. It right. was money over patients every single time. Until finally, yeah. an investigative reporter is what opens yeah. this up. And shame on the Texas Medical Board for when these patients and doctors are calling and saying, hey, you've got to do this. You've got, why will you not just at least suspend his license and look into this? This is serious. We've got deaths over here. Mm-hmm. If anything, the deaths... Right. But, oh, well, we don't want to do anything because what if people are wrong? Are you serious? And I would say that there are times when a someone does file a complaint against a doctor and it is invalid or it's not accurate. And I understand that. But this was like 30... Yeah, 38 total. 38 total. 33 are maimed and then two died. Yep. Yep. Which left, you know, three being quote unquote successful surgeries. Are you really? Right. And even then they're in pain. They're living with the 
the ramifications. I mean, that's what's so sad about this. Mm -hmm. It just went on and on. But for Dr. Kirby and Henderson to be like, you know what? We might all be doctors, but you know, I'm not, I'm not covering you. You know? Right. Exactly. I'm not covering for you, you know? And that's why it's sad. And that's why if, you know, you see something, say something, and I know that's easier said than done. Sure. Because you're thinking, this is my job. I don't want to work in a bad environment or whatever Mm -hmm. by blowing the whistle and saying something, but I mean, had it's, they, people yeah. might still be alive yeah. if they had just screamed a little louder instead yeah. of just being like, oh, get away from me. Here, we'll write you a glowing review and yeah. send you over to another hospital. So what What was it Mary said? Just kicking the can down the road. And that's exactly yeah. what happened. Right. People it's died. easier just to make it go away sure. than to stand up and actually do something about it. Absolutely. You've got it's to. easier just to turn your head. Yeah. Yep. Find so. the courage. You yeah. can do it. Uh, so this was a really good documentary. Um, <laughs> it I was. thought they did a really good job. They, and I mean, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, and I, but it is, it's a, it's a horrible story. Unsettling. It, it's a it real was, life it, horror story. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really, really is. And, you know, Wendy is, is raising the children and doing the best she can. And, yep. you know, life goes on. Wendy can do it. She's a strong woman. Absolutely. And, um, you know, yeah, so. Yep. And that's, yeah, so that is Dr. Death. So. It is, yeah. If you've learned anything, vet, vet, vet your mm-hmm. surgeons. Don't let just anybody. Mm-hmm. And honestly, what I do for my doctors, these are people that I've gotten referrals from directly from people I know and I trust. Yeah. That go yeah. to that same doctor, not, oh, I heard good things about them. I don't care if you hear well, good things about them. I want somebody and, that's been there with them, you know. I had a nurse practitioner tell me one time that um, there was a new dermatologist that had come into one of the practices. Mm-hmm. And so they were asking them to promote this new dermatologist. And so anytime somebody would come in, they would say, go to this person. So one day the nurse practitioner herself went to this dermatologist mm-hmm. and she came back and was like, don't ever send another patient to this person, you know, but that's what happens is, is that when you're in a practice or you're in a group, they want you to promote within that group because, Hey, it's money. Right. Right. So, you know, that, that was, when she said that to me, that was like, are you kidding me? Like you guys didn't even know this was an incompetent dermatologist, but yet you sent all your patients over there. Well, how much, you know, and how much money did they say? Oh, if you get so many referrals, you get a pizza Mm -hmm. party and a video or something. You know what I mean? Like, like what were they promised? Right. Just like drug reps. And that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like pharmaceuticals here. Write this many prescriptions, oxycodone, mm-hmm. oxycotton, and you can have these elaborate vacations. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. Now we've got a drug problem. Way to go. Yeah. We've yeah. got an addiction problem because they were not told of the actual side effects of those medications. And doctors were writing it because, yeah. oh, hey, I want to take the wife and kids on this tropical island retreat. Sure. Yeah. Money yep. run money runs things. It's disgusting. But I think yeah, it's, it's very eye opening. Yeah. 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 Watching this was very eye opening. Mm-hmm. So Yep. And Dr. Kirby said it best in our healthcare system, it's buyer beware. Absolutely. Amen. Amen, Doctor so, Kirby. Yeah. Because you, you know, surgery of course is always the last option. It never should be the first option. Um <clears throat> physical therapy. But you know, yeah. 
not plugging my field, but, <laughs> but really, I mean, any, any doctor you walk into, like in Texas case, you know, oh, you've got degenerative disc disease. Oh, we need to do surgery. And he was scheduled for surgery like three days later. Um, really? That just yeah. seems real surgery happy. And I would definitely be cautious. And the insurance company didn't deny that. Well, you know, that's, they, and they could have, but you, a lot of times they make you go through the steps, you know, exactly. So. Yeah. Like chiropractic care, physical therapy, MRIs, you know, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And yep, yeah. So, yeah. So definitely, I mean, just, and don't be afraid to ask questions. Doctors are not gods. They are humans and they are, and they mess up too, but there's nothing wrong with asking questions and doing what you're comfortable with. So, right. Know, yep. that, that's the big, thing, and I, and I preach that, you know, to even people who I work with, am I, and the patients I see, I'm like, you are your best advocate. If you don't like something, say it. There's nothing wrong with that. You know? No. Yep. It's your life. Yeah. Take care of it. But yeah, so that is Dr. Death. Oh, goodness. What a ride, right? <laughs> yep. And just so sad it's, it's true and it happened and it wasn't that long ago. So, yeah, that's the scarier. So next case, next onion up on the chopping block, if you will, we are going to go tackle the BTK killer, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Did I say that right? BTK? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I always worry I get. Is it B Dennis Rader? BKT. Yes. Dennis Rader. Oh, Dennis Rader. Yep. We've got a lot about you, sir. So mm -hmm. that is going to be our next episode. Again, if you have thoughts on BTK or Dr. Death, let us know. Southern Onion Podcast on Instagram. Southern Onion, the number two at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, um, like us, rate us, review us, subscribe. That way, when we have a new episode come out, you will know. You won't have to go searching for us. And new episodes we do release on Mondays, usually around 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we can get your, you know, work week started off right about, you know, killers. There you go. Because <laughs> you're going to kill this week, right? No. <laughs> Bad jokes. I will stop. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, again, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for our new followers, our new listeners. We really appreciate you all. We are having fun. Hope you have a wonderful, excellent week. We will see you back here next week at Southern Onion Podcast. Bye, Erin. Bye, Erica. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.